Once again, it's Fish. I'm Steve. And uh, we are coming to you live from the world-famous Earspoon Studios. I love it. I call it Earspoon HQ. That's a good one. You know. That's a good one. It's a little military, but you know. No, it's all good. Speaking of military, Uh before we get to that, Mm. let's get to this. Of course, uh, we always implore upon you people to, uh, you can share the pod if you you like the message. You can definitely, you could do that. Uh, You could do that on the Book of Faces. You could do that on SoundCloud, on iTunes, however you like your audio content delivered to you, we are probably uh, to be found there. Twitter fire. All right, Twitter fire. <laughs> and Twitter, Twiddle D and Twiddle Dump. No, that's us. All right. Yeah. Um, and as always, uh, thanking uh, our sponsors, the folks that keep us caffeinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are they, Steve? That'd be Mocha Joe's. Yes, they are. Brattleboro, Vermont. Roasting company. And we're uh, we're excited to have them a part of the pod. Indeed. So they uh, make up delicious coffee. I'll take a sip now. <laughs> I encourage you to have a sip of Mocha Joe's fine coffee. <laughs> out of a out of a cup mug. Out of Brattleboro Police Department. Big fan of our police department. Mm-hmm. Run by a really excellent guy. Yep. Now as as uh, as police departments go, we uh we are spoiled in that capacity. Indeed. With the boys in blue here in uh, in our little blue bubble. Indeed. So can I use that as a segue into what we were hoping to talk about? Sure. Militarism, okay. militaries, wars, wag the dog, things mm-hmm. of this nature. Wag the Trump. I know that I just throw in here as long as we're just fresh in my mind, but uh, our police chief, Gunny, as yep. we like to call him, yep. uh, is, an, is a Marine. Mm-hmm. You don't say ex-Marine because no. once you're a Marine, you're, you're always, always a Marine. You're always a Marine, right. Uh, and he is a good man and a decent man who's done a lot of really good things from a very compassionate place yeah as a military man so i say that only to say and i'm the son of a of a uh, military policeman who was in in korea i'm not automatically i'm certainly not against military people right god knows um but i don't believe that there's been a war fought on behalf of this country for this freedom that we talk about right since, since 1945 mm-hmm. there is not one i think that's defensible in any form and that everyone who gets sent to these is cannon fodder mm-hmm. for the purposes of, of corporate aggrandizement and profit. And so that said, as we now see this president who will refuse to have Syrian refugees come into this country as per his edicts. Well, yeah. I mean, is, if he has them over here, then when right. he's dropping his bombs over there, it's not going to hit anything. But he's throwing out that he's very concerned about the children of Syria. Yeah. So therefore, I'm sorry, but that is bull feces. Yeah. And, and it's and it's. It's not even uh, it's not even difficult to call out as bullshit, and I guess I'm I'm astonished at two things. One is well, I guess we have totally given up on the War Powers Act, and we're no longer having Congress be the yeah, controller I mean, when, of that. When, when Vladimir Putin is the is the seems to be the adult in the conversation, mm. kind of remind, reminding us, hey, uh, look <laughs> over here, it's NATO. Yeah. Remember those guys? But all of it is is so much subterfuge, and while we're having. While we're watching this take place, of course, a distraction, as we know, because and that's what we'll get into in a bit. But just the idea of militarizing, the idea that this psychopath, he and he is a psychopath. Yeah. That is the president of the United States who avoided military service. What did he have? Heel spurs, man. Have you ever had a heel spur? I have not. They're painful. I'm sure. They uh, they hurt like the Dickens. I understand. What is? Why do we say that? Dickens? Yeah. I don't know. 
did he hurt people? Hurt Dickens. I don't know. I don't know. I'll look it up. So, but here we are leaving this man mm-hmm. along with other, you know, uh, countries. Oop, forgive me that. Easy. That was helpful. Easy, pal. Along with other uh, countries, you know, are are making this decision. We are now, you know, oh, so you've been you've killed people allegedly. Not even waiting for the ink to dry. Not even waiting for I a know. report. It's like boom, blow stuff yeah. up. And the idea that this person is he has a cartoon understanding of how the world operates and that these are not real genuine people that actually will die as a result of his actions. Well, he, what was the, um, what was the statement that the, you know, we, we, we targeted things to limit civilian casualties. Oh, please. What do please. they call that? Collateral damage. Is that Sometimes what they call it? They call that, <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I don't understand that whole thing. Listen, if what, um, what, what Assad did, um, you can't you can't excuse it. No, certainly not. And what he allegedly did, yeah. too, because, I mean, we're also a country that's used depleted uranium, which is a war crime. And, and nobody's really calling about that. Wow. So, I mean, we've you know, let's just face it. Like if you're if you're a head of state in this in this world. Yeah. Or one of the major players, there's a lot of subterfuge and stuff that we don't know why it goes on or where it goes on or what's real. And there's too much drama at that level. But. Even putting all of that aside, the idea that the solution to violence is more violence is the same thing we've talked about with guns. It's right. a, it's a patent absurdity. Now, yeah. in the yeah. face of somebody committing heinous, horrifying, I mean, God, no, gassing people. Yeah, but this is the same conversation we had about Saddam Hussein. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> so. Like we oh, got but, him, got him, didn't we? No, we sure did. Yeah, I guess so. But like in the in in the, the Bush doctrine was if we feel threatened by and doctrine. or I know this is oh. where we're at. So we're, bring, bring him back to hits. I know. We're referring to an, an utter nitwit who we would prefer to have I over know. this psychopathic nitwit. And this is where we're at. So like, I, when I see these things happen and distracting away from what are very, very real and credible stories about the questionable merit of this presidency, mm-hmm. this is cynicism gone lethal. And this is where munitions become certainly a distraction, a wag the dog scenario. Yeah. But like, can you see and can you feel how indifferent to human life and suffering you have to be to do that? What, un, what, the, I guess the, hang on, let me gather, let me stop and think about what I want to say. You want me to smack you in the head once? All right, please. <laughs> if you can get past the mic stand. We moved it up there so you wouldn't hit it anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Seven arms, that's what happens. <laughs> you know, um, when, when, uh, life starts to imitate art, or art starts to imitate life. Whichever direction you want to uh, you want to take that in, mm-hmm. um, the idiocracy, which is just something you and I refer to on a daily basis mm-hmm. um, about how this country is being mm-hmm. run, to something like wagging the dog, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like these are Hollywood movies. This isn't real life. No, it's now real life. Yeah, and a lot of what we thought were I who did I hear saying, oh, it was. James Comey saying, and then and we're recording this the day after James Comey's uh, George Stephanopoulos interview. Yeah, said like these are words I never thought I'd hear myself say. But the president of the United States and whatever he said after that. But we are at a point where we're going like, wait, it's like you know Charlie with you know Char- the famous YouTube video of Charlie at the dentist. He's like, you know, is this real life? Oh yeah, I'm conflating the two, but yeah. we don't know what's actual anymore because. God knows it, it, it becomes it becomes a fuzzy line to the point where, as a rational adult, you begin to doubt mm. your own train of thought. Understandably, understandably, 
you know, I don't want to get too distracted off of the whole thing because there are so many things I've been reading lately about this very subject. But the way that Cambridge Analytica, Facebook, et cetera, and how data mining has occurred, how we experience the world is really up for grabs and it's up for grabs by profiteers. Right. So how we are, how information is steered to us, real or not real, is critically important to us operating in the world, God knows, but whether or not we will be uh, a profit centers or profit pods right. for, for corporations. So, pods? Like what we do here? Hey, yeah. nice. Hey, but this is where we've come down to is like we are perpetually doubting what's actual. And so and when you have a con man like we have in the executive office. Oh, man. I mean, no, look, like, like like a con man can actually have some sort of to, to be a good con man. You have to you have to garner trust from people. Mm-hmm. All right. And and people, you have to have a certain level for a short amount of time, some likability. I well, for, for a third of the population, he seems very likable. Yeah, yeah, good point. Touche. All right. You know, like unthinkable to you and I. And you look at that and say like, no, he's a raging imbecile and, and a nasty person and a sexual predator, all that. But for a third of the people in the country, they go, nope, he's the best thing that's happened. There I go again with yeah, that accent. Yeah, that's fine. But people will say that he, he represents my values. And then I think, you know. Again, we're talking about war here, but I can see a third of the country going, yep, I read that and heard that some things happen in Syria, so therefore. And that's the extent of the analysis. Yeah, no, it's got to go deeper than that. And and here he is, one, uh, you know, uh, Russian collusion, Stormy Daniels. So mm-hmm. somebody else just popped forward, some hooker that they had to pay off uh, 50 years ago or got underpaid. When she got paid off, uh, the, the whole Cohen thing. I mean, it's all just, uh, mm-hmm. start launching tomahawks. But this is what a magician does. They redirect. Yeah. You know, there's not actual magic occurring. Right. And and this is your, your uh, do you remember the movie Wag the Dog? When's the last time oh. you saw it? Mm-hmm. When it was out. So what's that, 20 plus years ago? Yeah, 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 at least. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, Robert De Niro, Dustin Hoffman, and how um, they create these war scenes and like literally shooting on a movie set with a director who's holding all the secrets, mm-hmm. you know, and that gets sort of like into this whole tumultuous thing. And they, so now what you're seeing unfolding now with James Comey and 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 and, and Mueller and and all of this that this is starting to so let's start launching you know bombs at Syria and mm-hmm. then the memes start popping up right you know uh, each uh, each missile cost uh, 2 million dollars for a total of something like uh, you know a quarter of a billion dollars for this last thing and, and you know could have been paid for those right of, and, yeah. and, and and you know instead of it would have been 50 million dollars just to replace all the pipes in Flint Michigan right Right, so you know, and is, and but you, we're concerned about Syrian children, yeah. But the children of Flint, well, that's yeah, just and and that's to me, it's all part of the distraction. So when you create a meme like that, it's it's a solid and valid argument. I'm not going to argue against the meme and putting something out like that. But mm. yeah, his bombing has worked. You've been distracted enough to create that meme, and it's taken you off the main thing, and that is, you know, it's like getting Al Capone on tax evasion. Right, yeah, man, the, yeah. the man murdered. God knows how many hundreds of people, and you can only get him on tax evasion. You'll mm. take it, but that's all you can get. No, he needs to pay for what he actually did. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm so, Al Capone. Yes, so dig him up. <laughs> uh, he's in he's in the vault. Um, he's, bur- he's buried in the Meadowlands, right. right next to Hoffa. But, <laughs> but I think that's where we've gotten to as well. Like you know, we're we're 
we're looking at this current president. This I, I hate to even call it that. I know. But it's what it is. It's what it is, yeah. But like I think, and I've said, like, and now here we are literally reaching the point of, of war, munitions, dropping, you know, yeah. deaths, et cetera. This isn't just policy decisions and tax breaks for the wealthy. This is, you know, real life, and God knows he's supporting Nazis in the past, et cetera. So what this country, I think, needs is when we are done with this experience, how, you know, it's taking longer than any of us wants it to be, but hopefully truncated and impeached and done early, but an utter repudiation on the world stage to say to the rest of the world, we repudiate, we reject, and we apologize for the uh, the ascension of this imbecile to this place of great power at a critical time who was this level of asshole. Yeah. Wow. Well said. Thanks. I think that's a good time to take a break that's and thank our sponsor, Mocha Joe's. I'd love some Mocha Joe's. Thanks for offering. This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Well, nah, not so much. But they, they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right. They have cool gear. The cool logo. I got a few myself. Yeah. You got you to gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes.com. I love them. And that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do it without him. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. No, thank you. No. I think this time. Thank yeah. Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. More at theearspoon.com. All right, welcome back to the pod. It's Fish. I'm Steve. And, of course, a uh, quick reminder, you can always leave us a comment. Mm-hmm. My dad leaves us comments. I know. Thoughtful. <laughs> See that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're changing people's lives one pod at a time. <laughs> and you can find those pods by going to iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. of course, theearspoon.com. Pods are us. Yep. There is that mm-hmm. small box store, uh, and of course, uh, always look for us on the new release wallet, your local Blockbuster. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so we're always going to be there. Now Fresh on new Betamax. Mid- <laughs> <laughs> and uh, old. Take your pod with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what those little mini cassettes called? I can't think of. Can't think of them now. Dat well, tapes. Dat tapes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Dat tapes. Remember those? Those were supposed to. Those were. Those were so advanced that the little mini uh, cassette recorders. You remember those in the Clockwork Orange? Yes, I do. And put in the, the Beethoven's right. Ninth. Bloody Ludwig Van. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a cell phone the shape of a VHS tape, so I can carry it around and put a big VHS tape up against my head when I'm talking to people. Oh, that would be like, awesome. That'd be very yeah, popular. that would be great. Yeah. Like I wanted a hamburger phone, but I could never really find one. <laughs> A flip phone with a hamburger with a yeah, top those? Oh, I yeah, love the, the little hamburger phone. Well done. Yeah. Speaking of hamburger, mm-hmm. uh, we have a president uh, who who resembles basically chopped beef. Ooh. You know? Mm. Can I say, I've said this before, I hold it still to be true, I can't stand the sound that that organism makes. Yeah, like, no, no. It's, I hear it's his voice that. and it makes me yeah. lose the will to live. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So. That sniff. Sorry, I don't mean to. Uh, but that, sn- that snorting, sniffing thing he does when he's uh, when he's when he's proliferating and bloviating his yeah. bullshit all over everybody. There you go. Now your dad's gonna be mad. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. He kidding. just he doesn't like it when we use the f word. That's, oh, that's, that's, oh, the that's rest it. is all okay. We're we're in. 
Uh, I think it was James Comey who said, uh, I believe it was him, I read an article yesterday saying he's never seen this current president laugh. And I don't know if I've ever seen a video clip of him laughing. I don't... uh, There was one clip I saw from years ago when Trump was beating the whole... You got to bring the jobs back. He wasn't even a presidential candidate, or maybe he was a presidential candidate, but it was one of the ones that people were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just doing it to promote his reality show. So brilliant move as far as grandstanding, because the American people put up with that kind of bullshit. Uh, They'll let somebody kind of take up the political spotlight for a little while so that they can promote the reality TV show, right? Mm -hmm. And and so it was one of those tours, and he was really uh, hammering on how... um, I think it was uh, Obama wasn't uh, was China was was raping us and China was killing us and uh, China owns us and China 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 mm-hmm. China and David Letterman um, kind of says oh yeah so let's talk about your clothing line beautiful Ooh. setup and and he's like yeah so yeah these are available at Bloomingdale's and Macy's and whatever and he goes yeah so let's uh, he opens it up he goes oh oh look at that look he at holds that. it up to the camera made in China and it was the only time that I could see him smile because he was just caught dead nuts to write. It was the yeah. only time I think I've ever seen the man smile, but it wasn't like a genuine smile. It was like, a, oh, shit. It was like a Ted Bundy smile. I didn't see that coming. Right, right. Yeah. It's like a Joker smile. Exactly. You know? It's like, uh, you know, you need to kill somebody and then somebody in a wheelchair rolls in. Well, I don't yeah. have to run very fast to catch that person. Ooh. I'm smiling now. Sorry for the brutal depiction, it's, but yeah. that's what it's like. Yep. It's like feeding off of, of people in wheelchairs. It's just, that's what... That's what I feel like this president does. He he talks about th- out of one side of his face saying one thing, and the other side of his face comes out something completely different. Nothing matters. Mm. It, all of it is in play, and none of it's true. So let's let's pull the camera back a little bit. We're talking about war and Syria and wag the dog and distractions and so forth. Well, I was talking but, about the president. <laughs> well, yeah, same thing. Same no, but thing. I'm saying, I mean, just the overall arching. I'm going to run it through him again. Oh, there's an idea. Um, uh, Can't say that. I know. All right. uh, we'll bleep that. Sure. Um, but his entire shtick yeah. is about the redirect. It's the reframing of reality. So when you see tweets, et cetera, yeah. say, oh, the New York, the failing New York Times, mm, better readership in, than in ages. Uh, crazy you know, crime rates going, no, they're actually way down. Yeah. Like lots of things, like the fundamental opposite S- is send, true. Sending, <laughs> sending uh, um, uh, the National Guard to, the, to our southern border when, yeah. when it's at an all-time low, people yes. trying to get into this country. Yeah. Nobody, look, idiot, you, we don't need a wall. You are the wall. Nobody wants to come here oh, when that. you're when you're running this place. I right. mean, you know, it, it's like uh, you know what? I think inside my home, mm. there's a man with a fully automatic weapon, hell bent on shooting the first person to go. And I'm going to go in there. No, mm. this is the culture he's created. Nobody really wants to come to this country right now. Yeah, and I th- I think what's the danger having a, maybe a, having a guy like that kick around Manhattan as as an alleged rich person? I think yeah. he's full of shit about that, I, you know. And there's a lot of uh, evidence for that that he's deeply in debt and has mm-hmm. been for literally decades. So having a guy like that be in just it's a, a playboy on Howard Stern, whatever he you know, just being a despicable cat right. yep. person. So be it. But to be at the helm of power at a critical moment where the species is already wondering whether it's going to survive another couple of generations and having this guy at the lead right, right now who is all about obfuscation and deceit. And we are so easily distracted by it. Mm. 
Exactly right. And that's the thing. And, and he throws to the base. So he knows he can throw something out that's 100% demonstrably not true. And a and third it, of the population <clears throat> will believe it. Right. And so and perpetuate it and perpetuate it and without hesitation, with the help of, you know, Twitter bots and things like that. Right. So this is not just I'm annoyed by that. This is utterly dangerous in a way that humankind has never encountered before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, there have been despots and terrible people. We can go to the Hitlers, the Stalins, the yeah, yeah. Pol Pots, mm-hmm. all that. Clearly, they're Pol Pot cra- was misunderstood. Oh, but- God. <laughs> it's arguably worse than the others. I know. Um, but to see this man... And again, this is shaping up just like and a lot of uh, survivors of, of uh, the Holocaust are saying this smells just like pre-Nazi Germany. I, it, and and I've always hated to I know. admit to uh, admit to something that just seems so and uh, so obviously happening. Mm-hmm. And you just do want to shake your head in utter disbelief going, eh, you know what? It'll be okay. Yeah. Somebody will wake yeah, up and, and we'll change this. Right. I mean, look, Paul Ryan's not running again. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> you know, and, and, and that is a good thing. But sure is, it, is. is it just the, the rats jumping off the burning ship? Uh, is it he knows he can't win in his district? Uh, I mean, what is it? You, you take a look at... Somebody like that not running again, the Speaker of the House, the man who has probably single-handedly been the biggest Trump supporter of all times, uh, a man who mm-hmm. has constantly just figured out he's – I made a joke uh, the other day with a with a friend of mine just saying, yeah, no, no, he's going to the private sector to try to remove uh, health insurance from people right. who need it, you know? Right, and he probably he, will. <laughs> you know, he created that whole kind of the you know the 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 uh, the haves and the have-nots. Mm-hmm. You know that that sort of a theory, which I think he had to he had to walk that back a little bit. But I think you know he put it out there, so he he really believes in his heart of hearts that there are people who who um, take from the people who are working, and they're just working people, the working class, the non-working mm-hmm. class. This real div- divisive line. So he wants to pull all these. Uh, programs out that he feels are just, you mm-hmm. know, that don't really give people a, a hand. Which goes fundamentally against what all the data show. Yeah. But so, but, so they can base but, it on feelings. They can base it on suppositions. They can base it on, you know, frames or philosophies. But the data, it's like it, I was talking with someone recently about drug testing right. the poor. Mm-hmm. And like all the data show, all the data show that that's stupid and it's not cost effective and that people that are collecting welfare and food stamps, et cetera, use drugs less than the average person. Right. So it's a waste of time. Yet you'll hear this professed by people but consistently. This speaks to the thing I always say, that the there's a, always a small amount of uh, – you should always eat more cheese before I know, you come I know. It's in. really good. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm clearing my throat all the time. <laughs> that a small percent, a small tiny teeny percentage – of people who are out there acting like assholes, mm-hmm. my 5% rule, mm-hmm. kind of control the conversation. And how did it get like that? Like, we are also a country that was founded on this supposed idea right. that the people will lead. Now, we all know that that's in many ways sort of absurd from the start because some people were only two-thirds people yeah. and women were not considered people and so on and so forth. So point right. being, this is not really the menagerie that has been put forward. But we were at least theoretically a people-powered governance. We were given in the first experiment really on the, on the, you know, on the planet here. What happens if we give people the, the controlling 
interests people in their go- the own pe- governance. The people can't be trusted. Right. And it was rulers and kings before that in various ways and despots and tyrants and so forth. What happens if we do? Now we've seen, you know, just a handful of uh, hundreds of years later, later, us giving back that power and say, please lead us, tell us how to be, tell us how to think. When in fact, you see in Europe, people go out in the street and strike in a heartbeat. Right. People, go, you know, show up. They have strong unions there. It's yeah. like, you can't treat us like that. No. And here we are just acquiescent with our heads up our asses and that's the end of it yeah no see it can't it just can't be like that anymore i mean you you have to it, it, i always use these 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 graphic examples not of, you yeah <laughs> i know i know i know i know um these graphic examples of a hundred people in a room and one of them just punches somebody in the face mm. and then 99 people or 98 people, mm-hmm. just stand there and look at the person who just got punched on the fla- face, is sitting on the floor, and just looking at the other person and just not doing anything. Right. Instead of somebody saying, I'm now of that small, so you've got 1% of the population punching people, mm-hmm. and 98% of the po- population ignoring that one person or ignoring the two people. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and it always like, I know I'm not wired that way. If I saw that, I would step forward. But now I'm just a small percentage of the population. That while the mass of people, the 90 percentile of us, don't do anything about it. And that right. that is the dynamic that has to change. If there's a paradigm shift that happens through this whole shit show of a presidency, mm. I would hope that our paradigm shift is that of we're engaged now. This, this is not going to happen. Ooh, I hope and, you're right. and as adults... As adults, heavily distracted, needing to make a living adult, mm. you know, it. I don't. I don't hold out a whole lot of hope for us in that capacity. So you have to hand it to the kids in Florida who kind of yes, keep yes, going. But yes. you know what? I'm, I'm fearing and I'm noticing more and more and less and less Mm-mm. that I'm, we're not seeing enough of them anymore. But there's the interesting thing. Like, where is the sea? In other words, how do we see things? There was a time where we. I felt. You know, back in the day when half an hour of national news and a half an hour of local news was what you got. Yeah. And you read the damn newspaper. And that seemed, again, let's not be silly. There's a fantasy. Like the failing New York Times? Yes, yes. But people were at least more engaged, civically aware, uh, attuned to what was going on. Let's face it. A lot of American mythology is based on people not knowing things. There's been a lot of not knowing. But here we are, the most – you look at this. We're surrounded by devices full of information. So why is it we don't see the things we want to see? Not in the Airspoon Studios. We are internet-free in here. That's right, in this particular room. But I'm saying we, you know, collectively right. we've got access to so much. How do we know so little? How are we this level of ignorant with this much information swimming around us at all times? And how do we get out of our silo? How do we get out of our same echo chamber that says, I only want to know things that corroborate my bias as a – dedicated student of critical thinking, I, and I've said it before and I'll say it till I'm dead, the greatest threat to democracy and freedom in this world and in this country is the death of critical thinking. I don't care if you're conservative or liberal, no matter where you are on the on, – and it's a continuum. That's not mm-hmm. either or. Yeah. If you can't discern what's actual from the information presented to you, if you can't go do your own research and figure stuff out, what are we trying to save here? On that, it's where my five percent theory and your critical thinking theory kind of—it's where the rubber where the rubber hits the road, yeah. right? So you've got you've got small percentages of the people uh, controlling large percentages of the people yeah. because the large percentage aren't doing this critical thinking that you speak of. 
Just yesterday, I saw an article that said by 2030, mm-hmm. this is 2018, I'm saying this, in 12 right. years, mm-hmm. 1% of the world's population will own two-thirds of its wealth. Right. 1% now, own two-thirds of its wealth. Right. This is indentured okay. servitude. I would never compare it to the actual slavery that has been and still is slavery, but it is the same theoretical slavery it's as like, saying, like, we will steal your and harvest your energy and we will give you back a nickel. Right. I was listening to a, a podcast, um, and maybe it was uh, the Pod Save um, podcast, and they were talking mm-hmm. about Russian oligarchs and how they get to be Russian oligarchs. And right. it's because one man allows them to say, okay, you'll go make a, a billion dollars, but you'll have to kick half your wealth to me. Mm-hmm. And, but you'll, you can live this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? Okay. Not bad. I, it's beginning to feel that way here. Yep. Like, you know, we, we keep giving uh, the, the insanely rich these tax breaks. Uh, uh, and while while you and I get, you know, uh, maybe enough more in our taxes, if, back in taxes in our paycheck in a week, to buy a slice of pizza and a Coke everything about, or Pepsi. Everything mm-hmm. about federal taxes makes me nauseous. Mm-hmm. That I'm spending, I have to spend, and Jen, have to spend our time combing through receipts and details, et cetera, for the meager income that we make between the two of us, spend hours to do that, to give it to another person, to spend hours doing that, to then send it in, to then find out how much I have to give to the federal government, knowing that Apple and GE and Microsoft will give nothing and probably get a rebate. They'll get what we pay them gets fed to them. Right. So, I mean, we had to – our tax bill was fairly significant this year in my household. We had to pay thousands of dollars, yep. so uncomfortable we, amounts. Yeah, I don't have that money. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, I, you know, we we budgeted for it. We, we kind of knew it was coming. So, you know, we could just write the check and not have to owe the IRS or the state of Vermont any money. But it, it just makes us nauseous because the, the, the scenario you just painted, the canvas you just covered – was just that. I'm going to hand my $2,000 to the IRS, which will eventually end up in the GE coffers. Uh, and half of it will go to militarism and war. Right. But, I mean, all of which, none of which, I don't want to give my money to GE. No. I don't, no. I, I don't, I, I don't. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to fund a, 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 another bomb drop, dropping on Syria. But we're also saying this the year after... Uh, the same and, year, and, just and, off the heels of this tax cut, which is just yeah. an obscenity. Oh yeah, you know. And and wait for a few years when when he cycles out mm. after his after whenever whether he gets impeached or or whatever the hell ends up happening to him, mm. it'll be the next Syphilitic president's madness. mess. Mm-hmm. And then he, she, that person will get blamed for it. I'm sure. And and you can't. You can't go back, right? The, the, there's an old saying: the tall trees catch all the wind, right? I don't know that one. That's yeah. lovely. Yeah, no. So the the tall breeze, wind, however you want to do it. So whoever is in power is the tallest tree. So when gas prices go up, you blame that person. Mm-hmm. When when uh, these unfair tax bur- things, well, you know, Trump signed those and whatever. You have to stop them. It's just not how things work. Mm-hmm. And and going back to your point, if we're not out there critically thinking. This is what happens to us. Or at least looking for agents and or representatives and or others mm-hmm. whose judgment and critical thinking skills you can count on. It doesn't mean everybody has to be a student of deductive reasoning. Right. But you do count on, for example, journalism. Like what is happening to journalism? Ugh. Why can't – like even in, in you know interviews like Comey, et cetera, 
or look at the current president as he moves into bombing his first country. It must have been a really exciting moment for him. But why can't we ask, for example, hey, November 2016, that was the election. The whole year up to that and now the year plus after that, where the hell are your taxes? Yeah. You know, oh, I'm going to have them for you. I'm going to have the, I'm going to have them. So where is the follow up? And so I'm saying, you know, if we, if people are not necessarily inherently logical or inherently good at critical thinking, then find sources that are. But people will run to, and I, I include, you know, the liberal side of the continuum as well. I'm sorry, I talk with my hands and I hit things. Um, <laughs> Giving an eye Italian. that big jug of water bottle. <laughs> in the, that right yeah. Away. But while we're while we're watching all of this occur and while we're while we're trying to make sense of it, it's more goes under the bridge and then you can't keep up. You no, can't keep you up. can't. So and now we've got a war. And we don't, and we're not talking about all. Well, the that other was things. just a message, right? That was a quarter of a billion dollar message. Oh, and by the way, just this afternoon, I read that he had—I think it was Sarah Sanders, his spokes goblin—said, uh, <laughs> "I call her Fiona." Something like he said a, a red line. Or it was Nikki Haley said, "Our president sets a red line, and he enforces that red line." Yeah. Well, today he rescinded it. So, yeah, you know, exactly. I love all the tweets that have come back up about how critical he was of Obama and the whole Syrian yeah. uh, thing. And, <laughs> and then he just turns around. To, look, we're not arguing that the man is a moron. He is a moron. I have talked to uber conservatives that agree that he is a moron, mm-hmm. you know, and that they just can't wait until they spin out and somebody can uh, just restore the, the presidency of, uh, of the, uh, the office of the presidency of the United States. Just get it back to some sort of a working level where you can say, okay, well, at least he's acting presidential, whoever that person be. Maybe she's acting presidential, whatever that may be, whatever that looks like. Uh, we have to kind of return back to that. But more off, moreover, uh, getting back to this whole wagging the dog thing that's going on right now, mm. we can't get distracted by it. What you do know, you mean? You just, can't get distracted by the war or by other You just things? can't be distracted. Like you, you can't even call it a war. You but. can't. Yeah, exactly. He he threw bombs at Syria mm-hmm. so that we would forget about Russian collusion, Stormy Daniels, whatever other, Cohen, uh, all the things that, you know, he's rating right. this stupid things, like calling, uh, calling um, Comey a slime ball and just... But he's masterful at it, and and you know there's yes he's a moron, but he's he's good at at uh, covering his own ass, and so yeah. like he will re- redirect, obfuscate, and and reframe anything that doesn't work to his advantage. He wants people around him that only tell him what this is classic. I mean, this goes back hundreds of years in literature. Right. This kind of despotic moron king man child is common in many literatures. That this level of just tell me what I want to know, don't tell me anything more is. It's a source of buffoonery. It's a source of of satire in in literature. Yet here we are. So while we're waiting for the next election cycle to happen, real lives are ending. Real suffering is happening on a daily basis. Meanwhile, at the same time, he's destroying the very fabric of whatever is the last vestiges of democracy in this country. He's breaking down institutions and he's destroying respect for for the whatever remains of respect uh, for governance. Yeah, I'm hitting things with my hands. I know, and 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 the White House and the executive branch. It's 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 sullied at this point. It is sullied. But here's the the good news and the hope for us, is that there's a little something. I'm an athletic guy. You're an athletic guy. There's a thing called muscle memory. Mm. So you may not have ridden a bike in ten years, but your muscle memory knows how to do it. So I think once we're clear of this buffoon, mm-hmm. the muscle memory will return. I'm hoping. So I can go back to disco dancing. <laughs> you can. Cool. Check this out. 
grow what little hair you have. <laughs> And let, let your freak flag fry, brother. All right, we'll leave it there. Yep. Um, and uh, we appreciate you tuning into the podcast. Once again, um, leave us comments. Share the pod if um, if you like our message. If you do. If you don't, run screaming. Yeah, that's okay. You never have to. Don't, don't hit subscribe. But hit no. subscribe so you know when they come out. Uh, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, theearspoon.com. Excellent name for a website. Don't you think? Special shout-outs to my cousin Kathy who's listening in New Jersey. I did. Did, uh, did you get my – we'll talk off the pod. Yeah, but did, the pod. did you get my email about that? I did. All right. Yeah. We'll discuss. I'm Fish. I'm Steve. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers. This is Earspoon. You're home for the shit you're thinking anyway. <laughs> <laughs>